Hyung Ming Sun. Sun scored Spurs' first goal at their new stadium against Crystal Palace. And then versus City, they needed someone to step up and score their first Champions League goal in their new stadium. Sure, many would have bet on Harry Kane, but no. Against City, Sun was constantly making superb runs off the ball into space, operating as an outlet ahead of Kane even when he was on the pitch. Then, when Kane went off injured, many would have panicked. But Sun has proven capable of carrying Spurs despite the absence of the phenomenal striker. When Eriksen had the ball outside the Spurs box, he looked up and needed an outlet. Of course, it was Sun making the run behind Delph. Eriksen's pass had a bit too much on it, but Sun scrambled to keep it in. Turning back on himself, he moved into the middle of the pitch and rifled the ball low beneath Ederson to give Spurs a priceless lead. Two goals in two games could see Sun rising into form at just the right moment for Spurs. Hugo Lloris Lloris is an entertaining fellow. He makes big mistakes with reasonable regularity, and even does so in big games such as the World Cup. And in all honesty, if a goalkeeper was as error-prone as Lloris is, then you'd hesitate to rely on him in crunch games and situations. Yet no one ever doubts Lloris, at least not at Spurs or for France, and the City game showed why. Lloris is a player capable of moments of skill that pull his side out of the fire. Against City, that was his brilliant save from Aguero's penalty, denying them a tie-turning away goal. From there on out, he was an impressive force, dominating his area whenever he was called upon. It was a penalty. First, there was Paris. Kimpembe's loose arm blocking Diego Dalot's shot, leading to a last-minute penalty for Manchester United. Rashford scored and United advanced. There was so much discussion about whether or not it was a handball in England, yet only PSG were really upset about it. Most new does generally get given. So again at Tottenham Stadium, Sterling lashes a shot at goal and Danny Rose raising his arm before diving to block the shot was given as a penalty. As it turned out, Aguero missed, but a discussion about the award of the penalty and how this invalidated VAR was absurd. The laws of the game are interpreted very clearly in European leagues and indeed the Champions League. That's why so many defenders from these leagues approach wingers with their hands behind their backs. They know any touch, not just an overly deliberate one that English fans are conditioned to expect, can be given a penalty. English fans and media need to accept this is the new fact. Harry Kane Fabian Delph and Harry Kane went in for a 50-50 by the touchline. Delph got there clearly first, but his follow-through hit Kane's ankle, trapping it in the turf and twisting it horribly. This was in no way whatsoever a foul though. Instantly, Kane limped off down the pitch in pain, and without even thinking about it, began hobbling down the tunnel supported by two Spurs coaches. This was a big moment for Spurs, who genuinely looked equal to City before that. Pochettino was livid about a challenge on his star man, although it was mostly bad luck more than bad intent on Delft's part. Pochettino sent on Lucas as a replacement, and Spurs won the game in the end. 
but the injury to Kane looked a really bad one, and Spurs will fear losing their star striker for the crucial run-in. They are in a top 4 race and competing in the Champions League, and to do those things without Kane is much harder. Pep's plan backfired. This game was expected to be a tactical festival. Two managers constantly trying to tweak things and outthink each other. Instead what happened was two teams playing very generic versions of their usual game plan, doing their thing but in as stripped down and basic a way as possible, so as not to give anything away ahead of the second leg and their league meeting to come. For Spurs who generally didn't have the ball and played on the break, this was alright. That sort of transition play and a mid-block press is usually pretty easy to implement. Although a huge credit must go to Musa Sissoko and Harry Winks for executing it so well. But for City, who had most of the ball, this kind of bland and basic approach was going to be a problem. You see, the strength of Pep Guardiola's side is that the intensity of the passing, or at least the design of their approach to control the tempo and up it at a moment's notice, is what destabilizes and unlocks defenses. When a Guardiola team tries to coast, bad things happen, unless one of their brilliant individuals steps up and does something amazing. Well, none of City's men stepped up. In fact, Aguero bottled a great chance to give City a lead when he missed a penalty. Besides that, he and Sterling were poor and Mares was absolutely awful. What this amounted to was a lifeless display where they failed to really pressure Loris. Pep's attempts to avoid giving too much away to Pochettino, as well as combating his typical struggles away from home in the knockout rounds of the Champions League, only contributed to ensuring that defeat. Guardiola has now lost 10 of his 26 knockout games away from home, winning just 6 in total. Luckily for him, he's much better at home, but City have a mountain to climb now.